What is up, guys? And thank you so much for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a big, big week of stories this week, so uh, we got a lot to get to. So um, I don't want to waste too much time, but we will be talking about some uh, some interesting developments regarding the relationship between the CW and HBO Max, and some um, new content we may be seeing from 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 both parties and kind of a a, uh, a coexisting of sorts. So I'll, I'll break that down a little bit later. We got a major reveal for a little bit of what we'll be seeing in Zack Snyder's Justice League as well. Um, a big, big, big casting rumor uh, for, for who we might be seeing uh, appear in the Spider-Man spinoff uh, very soon. And Tom Holland himself spoke about Spider-Man 3 and he, he offered what uh, I, see, I have on the record as the first full denial of Garfield and Maguire appearing in Spider-Man 3. So... Um, a lot to get to on today's show. Joining me on my co-host, starting with Shamari Stewart and Sham. Obviously, the biggest story of this week came down on Super Bowl Sunday with the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer. And we will talk about that trailer in just a minute. But I gotta be honest, there was one thing about the rollout of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer that was peculiar to me. That was very interesting to me. You know, Super Bowl Sunday, I'm lamenting over the fact that Tom Brady... Is going to win his 858th Super Bowl, and it's a terrible game, and there's not much going on that's been all that exciting. But we did earlier in the night get a uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier Super uh, Super Bowl spot, which was really neat. But then as I'm on social media, kind of just seeing people commenting on the game, a very interesting tweet popped up. It was from a, a, an account I had not seen active in a very long time. The Marvel's Inhumans Twitter account posted uh, about the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer, you know, telling fans to go watch it and be ready to for the show to debut on March nineteenth. Now, March that that Marvel Inhuman show is a defunct, terrible show that debuted on uh, ABC. I was probably about four or five years ago. That there's been bad. there's been no. Twitter activity since December of 2019, but lo and behold, they appeared, and I was stunned, and I, and I told you, I showed you, I sent you guys a text, I felt like I was big boy in Atlanta, I was like, I know they ain't who I think it is, when I saw a Marvel's <laughs> Inhumans Twitter account posting about this movie, or this, this show, rather. What did you make of that? What Do you think there's anything afoot, or, or, or am I just... Making something out of nothing. It just seemed really weird. Uh, so that I mean, I'm glad you you did bring that up because that is very interesting that that account is now active. Because I had went, I looked in that in that tweet uh, that that when you sent it to us, and apparently they hadn't been active for like years, for like two at least two years. December uh, 2019 was the last time they posted. Yeah, so it's been a long time. And then, uh, then they just pop back up and, and they start posting again. So it's interesting. I mean, the last thing we got from the Inhumans was from Marvel Ultimate Alliance, I believe, right? Isn't that uh, is that the last thing? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, we have Miss Marvel coming out, but yeah. Well, yeah, Miss Marvel's coming out, which yeah. you know is also going to yeah. feature an Inhuman, which could be a connection. So it makes you wonder, right? It makes you as you scratching your head. You finally, found the password. You know, Feige has a password. <laughs> Are you sure he found it, or did he like uh, threaten uh, legal Top action year. against Ike Paul Perlmutter to get the to get the password? 
when he got his promotion, he also he also came with that password. So <laughs> so he has the account now. And look, hopefully uh, it means something. Hopefully we're getting more Inhumans content. It means he owns, well, I mean, or you know, whatever whatever legal definition own, owns has access to the rights to whatever. So, so hopefully he he. He is going to make use of the Inhumans. So if I asked you if it was something, this was something to pay attention to or nothing to pay attention to, what would you say? It's something to pay attention to. Interesting. I mean, I would say, I would say it is. I don't, I wouldn't, I'm not going to go as far as to say it's definitive proof of X, Y, Z, but <laughs> it's something, it's something to pay attention to. What, what say you, EJ? I think this is something. This is, it, it's weird. It's so weird because they, they didn't even like, like the tweet, and I don't know what the you know, Twitter account looks like now, but the tweet originally, you know. It had the old, you know, Marvel Inhumans, like, you know, profile picture of those actors that were in that show. Um, that, at least that's the, that's the, um, the, uh, the header picture, not the actual, um, not the actual, in, uh, profile piece. The profile picture is like a, more of a generic Inhumans, uh, logo, but it does say Marvel television series. And, but the, the, the header for their Twitter account still has all those actors and, 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 and the time Fridays at nine o'clock on ABC. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I get, yeah, I get the impression that, that something certainly is probably afoot. I think that there's not an accident that all of a sudden when they're dropping a Disney plus show that for anybody who cared about humans, they wanted to make sure that they knew that this show was coming out. Now I know everyone knows that that show's coming out. That's like the humans, but still, like that to me was just weird and it was bizarre. I, I don't know exactly what to make of it, but I don't think that is nothing. I think that is something. And again, to go two years and no, no kind of activity. And even before then, you know, the activity you're talking about, you know, and to be fair, they have, you know, promoted other shows before and other movies before. Like they did promote, Cloak and Dagger season two. They promoted Captain Marvel in twenty eighteen, um, but it, it just it just looks a little weird when you go two years of nothing and then you, now you're back out here. It's like, well, I, I don't think that's nothing to me. That's that's how I feel about it. Um, Kendall joins us on the show as well, and as we talk about obviously the future of the MCU, and we talk about um, people may, who may be returning. There was a report a couple weeks ago that. Chris Evans had agreed to sign on to uh, reprise his role as Steve Rogers. And a pretty interesting rumor made the rounds on social media and on the websites for exactly what role he'll be playing if he does indeed return to the MCU. What, what do you see, Kendall? Yeah, so uh, there's a report out there. Um, obviously, like you mentioned, Chris Evans... Uh, has signed on to return to the MCU. Um, now I don't I don't have the Variety or whoever it was I believe it was Variety or it might have been Deadline uh, report uh, in front of me, but I don't know if they ever said he was playing Steve Rogers. Uh, I have to check. Um, you would you would think what do you mean, Kendall? What do you mean he's not playing Steve Rogers, uh, or whether or not he's playing Steve Rogers? Well, according to the uh, the website Giant Freaking Robot. Uh, didn't have that on my 2021 bingo card. Um, they uh, they claim to have a source that is saying that in Doctor Strange 2, Chris Evans is supposed to be in that movie. Um, 
and that he will be in that movie as uh, Johnny Storm. Of course, Chris Evans played Johnny Storm in the uh, mid-2000s Fantastic Four movies, um, and that he'll also be playing uh, a Hydra version of Captain America that we've seen in the comics in the Secret Empire storyline. Um, now, when we talked, we, we did a whole video about the CJ, Hero Chatter video. You can check it out on New Generation Media uh, about Chris Evans' return. And we had a whole bunch of theories as to where he could be found. We talked about uh, him with Wolverine. We talked about him in Black Panther. We did not, I don't think once, mentioned him being in Doctor Strange 2. And... No. If I'm on, if I'm being honest with you, the timeline of him signing on to this movie, or signing on back into the MCU, would most fit him being Doctor Strange than anything else we talked about. Either Doctor Strange or Black Panther; those would be the two that they would be most imminently looking to cast people. So Doctor Strange, I believe, is filming now, or is filming soon if it's not filming now. So um, that. That to me is interesting that they're saying that he could be playing uh, Chris Evans. Uh, he could be playing Johnny Storm. It makes sense, obviously, if you saw WandaVision this week. Uh, the idea of a multiverse seems possible. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll have to continue with that. Uh, we'll have to see how that plays out. But we know multiverse of madness seems to be uh, seems to be a project that seems to be uh, pretty ambitious from what we've heard. So. Him, the idea of Johnny Storm uh, and his Fantastic Four character showing up seems possible, uh, given everything that we know. It's just it's it's odd, given that we're getting our own Fantastic Four movie. So I don't know. What, what do you think about CJ? Uh, I, I mean, in terms of the validity of it, potentially. I mean, look. I mean, the, the, the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness is supposed to be a really wacky, really expanding movie. So. I think we've kind of only lived in the Spider-Man realm as in regards to like who we may see. We've lived in the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield realm. But I mean, no, to me, this is going to be a movie that's going to you know touch on all different kinds of different things with uh, with the quote unquote multiverse that will involve a lot of the characters that we're used to seeing in the MCU. And I think that if we're talking about Spider-Man and and what you know Tobey Maguire or you know Garfield shows up, I, I think that we should. You know, have everyone on the table and on the board potentially to show up for other, uh, you know, properties that Marvel's recently acquired. And, you know, obviously any deal with, you know, uh, with, with, with Sony, you know, that there's be some kind of agreement there. I mean, with Fox, there is no longer a need for any kind of agreement. They own those characters. So that's their movie. Yeah, yeah that's their, all the all that content is there so they can do whatever they want. So I, I guess because Marvel just played it so coy and made it act like there's just nothing going on with a lot of those projects, at least not in the near future, we kind of just, I think, in you know, was smart by them. I think we kind of fallen asleep and thought, okay, well, we won't see anything regarding any of that stuff soon. But, you know, there might be a chance we see way more crossover with other Fox projects. Um, so I, I understand, if it is true, the reason why they would want to do that. Do I like it? I guess it's a wait and see. You know, I mean, you know, okay, Johnny Storm is going to show up. And in what capacity? I mean, is, is he by himself? Is the whole Fantastic Four showing up? Um, is it a cameo? If it's a cameo, do I don't want to, I don't want to know that that's going to happen because that would be a good cameo. 
you know, like, I, so I'm kind of mixed on, like, whether or not I like this idea, and I'm mixed on the idea that this could get leaked before they do any kind of promotion for Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this is one of those things where I kind of wish I didn't know, if it is true. Right. Because um, I assume it's not going to be something that's major, but, um, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, or at least I'd like to know that it, you know if it's true. I mean, I'd want to know it from like a not no disrespect to uh, whatever this place is called, um, giant uh, freaking robot. giant freaking robot. But you know, I, I'd probably want to have it hear it from Marvel, hear it from the horses mouth themselves, hear it from Chris Evans, or hear it from you know one of the more uh, shall we say reputable. And I'll put that in quotation marks. Trades that that cover this. You know, I think for it to kind of come out of nowhere. And from a trade that we're not used to seeing break big news, you kind of have a little bit of a take it with a little bit of grain of salt. But you know, you know, as we've seen, we're veterans in this game. You know, some of these places come up with the biggest scoop, so we know that this is something now that's going to be on our radar. So any any potential or any chance for Marvel to try to you know surprise us with something, you know, is is not ruined because of and, this. And, and look, it, you know? this is one of those scoops also that puts. Uh, that puts their reputation on the line, you oh, know. I, yeah. You know, before the show, I know Shamari was a little, was a little skeptical on on the on the validity of the story. Well, we're gonna find out whether or not we'll find out. We'll find out whether or not there there's somebody to pay attention to. Yeah, you're gonna um, me out directly. <laughs> <laughs> about if you're listening, I have no beef, but we gotta see. We do gotta see, but um, shout out to them if they did get the scoop and this is right. This is massive news. Um, yeah, I think, you know, we, we looked at, we've looked at this Marvel schedule and it's happened in the past. I think we're hearing it again. You know, people asking, you know, no Avengers movie, you know, what Marvel movie is going to be the big films. I mean, like we've said in the past, you know, Dr. Dr. Strange multiverse and, uh, multiverse of madness is 100%, you know, to me, that Avengers like movie, you know, just like civil war, just like Iron Man 2, just like, you know, they've been pockets here and there where they've done movies with multiple Marvel characters um, and those kind of fit as like avenger light kind of movies. I think that's what we're going to see. I think that's uh, why they moved off of Scott Derrickson, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think... I don't know if that's the movie Scott Derrickson wanted to make, you know? Right. I think he had his own thing more contained in the Doctor Strange, you know... Uh, storyline, and right. I don't think that that's what this movie's going to be. You know, I think they're going to stray way away from what we saw in the first one. Mordo may be in it. Benedict uh, Wong may be in it. Um, we know Christine uh, Palmer is going to be in it, um, but uh, I, I don't think this will be anything. I, I would love to wonder. I would love to know how much that original script has evolved, like as of today. Like yeah. from whenever they first told Derrickson he was doing the the, the sequel to Black to excuse me Doctor Strange, like because again I don't I'm not a filmmaker I don't work in film I mean we cover this you know vociferously but still without that insight sometimes it's hard to really understand how this stuff works it just seems crazy to me that like you could have an idea for a movie and all of a sudden things get changed so drastically that. The director can't doesn't even want to do it anymore, or he's not the right person to do it. Like, but I mean that has to have been what happened, right? Like, I don't see another reason why Derrickson would leave. Um, but I, I also don't anticipate Derrickson being the kind of person that wants to tie that wants to tie in all these uh tie in all these loose ends. And I agree, this doesn't 
this doesn't feel much like a sequel. Whatever. They didn't keep much of a sequel in the first one. Outside of Mordo. Mordo, yeah, a little bit. Uh, you know, clearly, you know, moving towards his villain, uh, his villain character. You know, there wasn't much. Kind of yeah. left kind of open ended. I think it's supposed to like much of everything in, in Phase Three is just to lead you into Infinity Ward and, and Endgame. Yeah, more so. establishing establishing the, the you know the eye of the Agamotto as a uh, as a Infinity Stone. That was to me really yeah. the, the largest the largest thing going on in that movie. Doesn't sound like I like that movie, but yeah, it doesn't sound that? like Dormammu is going to play much of a factor in this one. No, no, I haven't heard anything about him. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's fascinating. You know, we'll see if it, it ends up being a rumor that's true. Um, but I, but it's something definitely to, to keep an eye on, um, especially because we know, according to the reports, that Evans is indeed coming back in at least one and probably more than one movie. Now, Kendall, we, we, you asked, you know, you didn't know the language on how they reported it. I mean, they reported it as him reprising his role as Steve Rogers and him reprising his role as Captain America. I mean, there wasn't too much hedging. Uh, right. In terms of how Deadline at least reported it, so I mean, you know, someone could have told them what they wanted them to to know that maybe Evans was returning. So if he's on a set or somewhere, it's not shocking. But maybe they didn't want to know this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. And maybe that's what now we're yeah, getting this extra information. Do they know for a fact? I feel like I feel like the reporter would probably have a good idea. He probably did to say. Yeah. Um, if they know where he's showing up. Um, or it could be a situation where, you know, they're making the logical assumption that I think ninety nine point nine percent of people make that if Chris Evans is returning, he's not he's, he's probably playing Captain America, you know. Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, so yeah, sometimes like, sometimes you could tell people a certain amount of information and they could do it at what they will, but you know you you know how the information be perceived based on how you present it. So they presented him, hey, Chris Evans coming back to Marvel. And you just leave it there. I mean, you know, people think, okay, well, it's got to be obviously Captain America. So you write it as he's surprising Captain America, you know. So, again, uh, the perception of certain information can you know, vary, but certain things are kind of universal. Let's talk about this uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer, guys. So we, we got the trailer. They had Super Bowl spot. And then, you know, told people to go online to watch the trailer. I was kind of annoyed by that, by the way. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this seems getting a little cheap. But they didn't want their content on CBS. But why didn't they just drop the whole trailer? What was, was this? I mean, that's a, that's a large spot, you know. Yeah, but they so, dropped trailers before. Are you, they have the money. I mean, that, 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 that you're arguing that they don't have the money. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, we're all they're all everyone's penny pinching during the pandemic. Look, man, Disney. Disney, aren't they losing yeah. like millions every day? <laughs> yeah, wasn't that the report? I mean, I don't know if that's true or not. You know, um, could they have paid for it? Sure. But, I mean, I think it was a pretty, I think it was a pretty smart, really shrewd strategy to find a way to penny pinch. I was annoyed because um, I'm watching, albeit the game was garbage, but I'm watching this game. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't got time to go on my phone. Like, And to me, I don't want to go on my phone. I want to go on my TV and, like, watch it on a big TV. Yeah, so yeah, I don't got time to turn on my Xbox and switch into YouTube. Like, I, like, I'm, like, show me the trailer now. What do you mean go online? Like. I was a little annoyed by that. You know, it, it, things were happening. I was watching the Super Bowl. I wasn't just hanging around. But anyway, uh, they did release a trailer. It's it's pretty action-packed. You see 
Sebastian Stan, obviously it's Bucky Barnes. You see Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson, um, Emily Van Camp returns as Sharon Carter. We see some Baron Mordo. I mean, excuse me, Baron Zemo. Jesus Christ. Uh, we saw about Mordo in the last segment. Uh, we see some Baron Zemo. And uh, again, it, it's it's fun. It, it, it has some comedy. It has some action. I think the one thing that stinks out to everybody, Sham, is this obviously looks very high budget. Um, you couldn't have told me this wasn't a movie unless you told me it wasn't a movie. You know, and that's from the little glimpses we saw on you know Disney Investor Day and other things. It looked this good. But, I mean, this is probably the best I've seen it, and probably because now this is all completely finished footage that they're showing in much more in an expansive way. Uh, what do you think of the trailer that dropped this past weekend? Uh, I thought it was great. Um, they're they're still keeping a lot close to the vest, which I'm fine with. Um, I mean, when it comes to the the production quality, I mean, I feel like the Mandalorian really opened the floodgates. You know, in terms of, well, a lot of the Netflix shows did as well, but not to this level. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, I feel like the Mandalorian really, really showed it's that Disney the, set the, the standard. It's at the standard. Disney is willing to pay movie level money to produce these shows at the highest of possible quality. They want us to be movie level quality. Uh, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, their chemistry. Uh, has always been very good, honestly. In all the movies that they've been in, Winter Soldier, Civil War, in Avengers movies, uh, they have good chemistry. So, um, you know, the comedic, the comedic uh, sections hit for me. Uh, the action looks good. Uh, there's a lot with regards to the plot that we don't know. We know Baron Zemo mm-hmm. is in it. We know uh, Enfys Ness's character. Enfys Ness. <laughs> the girl that played Enfys yeah, Ness. Aaron, in, uh, in, uh, what's her name? Aaron Kellyman. Yeah, the girl who played Enfys Ness in, in um, Solo uh, is in it. Shout out to any Star Wars fans, people that listen to Imperial. Um, she's going to be in it uh, playing an action role again. She does, she does a good job with this role. Um, Something like that. Kendall's not so much a fan. Not of uh, Enfys Ness. Uh, yeah, Kendall she did a fine job in her own role. Yeah, Kendall's, Kendall may not be as much of a fan, but but yeah, she does a good job. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing the story, figuring out what the story is. But if they don't want to tell me, I'm I'm totally willing to just be surprised. But we know it's going to look high quality. And we know there's going to be some pretty cool action sequences. So I'm that's I mean I'm very simple. I'm, I'm easy easy to please. I'm happy with that. I'm satisfied. It, it, it gives you. Uh, I know Shamar, you're the you're the Fast and Furious. Uh, Oh yeah, fan of fan of the show. Junkie. You know, give you a Hobbs and Shaw vibe. You know, Sam and Buck. I agree. With that. <laughs> I I, um, I agree with that because it, though it's not so much you know the big the big kind of muscle head. Yeah, yeah, the meat burly head, guy, yeah. the meathead and the agent kind of thing. <laughs> but but it but it uh, you know, but it does give you that kind of buddy cop action action movie vibe. Right, right, for sure. Um, and look, I, I mean, I thought this was a I thought this was a solid trailer. There was no no money shot, you know, which I don't not every trailer. I, I think we're all already like invested. So I don't need like a money shot of like, right. you know, could they have done like a money shot of like Zemo? Probably, you know, but like, I don't think they really like, you know, I didn't think they, I don't think they thought that I was going to get anybody to watch it. So what's the point? Right. You know, yeah. like, at this point, anyone's going to watch it, you know, like, watching it for Zemo. Yeah. Not watching it for Zemo and anything else may have ended up being a spoiler based on everything that we've seen. So, um, I, you know, I think they, they did a fine job cutting this trailer. Like EJ said, they leaned into the humor aspect of it. 
um to help sell it and i think that 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 was that was cool um you know i, I like the shots that we got of uh what seemed to be madripoor you know seems like that's going to be a uh a location that we're going to be on a lot in this in this show you know kind of gave me black panther vibes you know with the kind of the the you know when when they went to uh was it soul yeah they were in, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah when they were in soul yeah it gave me it gave me black panther vibes um a little bit but uh but yeah yeah i, I mean i really liked this trailer um i also thought it was interesting that apparently in the netherlands uh it's gonna be rated 16 plus yes and, which is tv mature for them yeah yeah like wandavision is 12 plus but Falcon Winter Soldier is 16 plus, so something to pay attention to. Certainly something to pay attention to. Um, I the one thing, Shamari, I think in terms of the story, I feel like they're they're not telling you much, but I think they just want, they, I think they want you to like be able to piece together, or you know, or at least they expect probably some people to piece together that like the, you know, it seems like there's gonna there's gonna be some story about the Super Soldiers, um. And Thunderbolt Ross seems like he's going to be trying to put together some, you know, a, a new Captain America program. And I feel like that's going to be one of that's going to be a main part of the story. And mm. Zemo, where Zemo falls under that is a question mark because I'm, I'd imagine Falcon and Bucky aren't cool with that. But I imagine Zemo also isn't cool with that. So. Yeah, I feel like he's like the he's gonna be the wild card in this show. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guessing going on, and, and I appreciate that. You yeah, know, because I prefer that to to what, yeah. for example, what they did with Spider-Man: Homecoming, that second trailer where they revealed like the whole movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even remember that. Yeah, with, where they revealed, you know, Iron Man shows up and fixes the ship when 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 he <laughs> oh, yeah. puts it, and he's like, oh, you don't deserve the suit, and then you see yeah, the, whole, the yeah. whole journey, and we knew the whole story. <laughs> we basically knew the whole story at that point. Um, so you know, so I prefer these kinds of trailers. Right, right. You know, show us what the action is going to be. Right. Give us a taste of what you know, the kind of adrenaline or or not, or the tension. Show a little bit of the villain. You know, show the production, the set pieces. Yeah, and I'm good. That's all I need to see. I don't yeah. see anything else. So, so yeah, I, I, thought, I thought it showed enough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that this is, um, I'll be honest, I think that this isn't the kind of show where I, I kind of want to know a whole heck of a lot in a, uh, in a trailer, per se. I think that this is the kind of show where, it, it's kind of similar to WandaVision, but I think, we, you know, I guess the movies are a little different because with the movie, like there isn't this like week to week, like, uh, you know, surprise and week to week kind of like action and, um, and suspense. So I think with with the way you shoot trailers for TV shows, I think it should be different than with movies. So you talk about not showing a wedding shot like that. I think it's good because at the end of the day, like, I, I don't want to, you know, be anticipating what I'm going to see in the next episode based on what I saw from the trailer. Like, you know, we, we, you know, and Marvel did a great job, I think, cutting the trailers for WandaVision. But I think that even in the job they did, you still, you know, notice things and see things. Okay, well, we know this is going to come up and you hear a theme from a previous episode. You say, well, that's going to be addressed here. 
and you don't know how it's going to be addressed or what's going to happen. But like that, that's 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 the that's the uh, that's the risk that comes with it. When you're doing a movie, you know, you're watching it in one sitting. So yeah, you may be anticipating scenes per se, but it, it's just a little different. So I'm fine with them leaning more into the interpersonal relationship between uh, Bucky and Sam and leaning on the action. I, I think that I, I don't know if this is a, movie, a show I necessarily want to see a whole bunch of uh, exposition on what the actual plot is going to be. I think I want to let the let the episodic series you know speak for itself when I watch it in its entirety. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that that's that's a that's a big part of. Um, I think this could be a big part of all these these Disney Plus series is not giving away too much of the too much of the story. You know, I think we saw with you know Watchmen. Um, you saw the Mandalorian that not giving away too much of the story helps oh, yeah. the product. And I think we're seeing it now. I wanted, you know, mm-hmm. Watchmen, we knew nothing about that going in. Exactly. We knew absolutely nothing. And uh, Mandalorian, season one, but particularly season two, that had all these, you know, nuts, you know, exclamation point moments. Mm-hmm. You know, we may have known through leaks and through reports, but we didn't know anything from any trailers or anything that they showed us. Right. And that stuff then, when you eventually saw it, stuff that we were like, we know it's coming, so why don't you show us? They didn't show us, and it, it made it even better. Yep. So, you know, I think that that's, that's going to be a big that's, that's going to be a big focus for Disney. One thing I share, and I guess the last thing on this is, is um, we you know, one of the questions we had going to WandaVision, I think some of the skepticism we had from some fans who weren't really interested in the show was you know you know is like you know wanda and vision you know they're obviously event they were avengers members and they're you know integral parts of the marvel universe but they have kind of been you know ancillary character they kind of been side characters and the same can be said for uh sebastian stan's winter soldier and and, and uh and um you know uh mackie's uh, uh sam Falcon. wilson falcon character you know, did this trailer make you feel like you're invested in seeing these guys at the center of this show the way we've been invested in Wanda and Vision, you know, Bethany and Olsen being in the center of their show? Well, I've been more invested mm-hmm. in uh, in these characters. Uh, these have been some of my favorite characters in the MCU. Mm. So, I, I mean, I didn't need very much convincing. Probably not as much as many other people, I would imagine. Um, you know, they were involved in some of my favorite movies, Civil War, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, Endgame. I mean, those are my favorite MCU movies, <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, so I, I, there was no doubt in my mind that I was gonna, that, that, you know, I would not enjoy or enjoy or whatever, um, this show. Uh, I think it was, it was probably, you know, people who maybe didn't see the movies or maybe saw them once, but didn't really care as much for them. You know, or or whatnot, where they would probably need more convincing. Um, this is the show that I was most looking forward to of all the Disney Plus shows, besides Mandalorian, mm-hmm. obviously, and all the other Star Wars shows. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I I uh, you know, I don't think the trailers they showed would do that much necessarily to convince because they've seen them in the movies and they look the same as they did in the movies. So, I mean, I think for those people. I think word of mouth and just the quality of the show is what's going to do the convincing. Do, do you guys think that there's going to be 
a uh, any sort of X Men connection in this or mutants connection? Yes, I think there will X-Men be mutants. Yeah, there will be. I, I don't know. I don't know if it'll be something super super major, but if you're doing Madripoor, I think you're gonna there's something's gonna be in there. Yeah, I was gonna say the only connection I know of is Madripoor. So. I mean, possibly. A lot of people would jump into the Wolverine thing with the weapon, the Weapon X, Weapon Plus program, and mm-hmm. you know, whether I mean, I, he's going to be a part of the Super Soldier stuff. I mean, I give it maybe a forty percent chance. It's possible. There's definitely a, a chance, but I mean, like, I wouldn't necessarily say likely. There's nothing about this, these characters or this story, that makes me think that it's going to connect to the X Men. People, but, people know. are pointing out that the gifted Twitter account also tweeted about the Falcon Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people, you know, jump into that as well. That's interesting too. Um, Who knows? I, you know, <laughs> I, you know, I thought about something recently about, you know, we talked about um, when they announced Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, that was uh, what July of 2019, um, Comic Con, and they announced that on WandaVision and um, Loki, and they also uh, Feige teased that we were getting. Uh, the Fantastic Four and Mutants. And at the time, we were like, oh, we're getting a Mutants movie? What does that mean? Uh, (laughs) I wonder if what Feige was saying at the time was that we are getting a Fantastic Four movie, which we know has been announced already. We haven't heard anything about any Mutants, but I think he was saying that we are getting Mutants in these properties, that Mutants are coming. Um, Not necessarily the X-Men anytime soon. But that mutant characters will be in the next phase of the of the MCU. Does anybody else read it that way as well? I feel like when when he said that, I feel like you know that's that was one of the reads I had on it was right. You know, there isn't an X Men movie that's on the docket. There isn't. But yeah, are mutants going to be involved in shows? Yes. Um. So I agree. I think that that's and the, the way things are played out, obviously, in Wandavision, yeah. and the way things seem to be potentially playing out in this. I wonder if that's uh, that's becoming a clearer picture. And if that's yeah. the case, I mean, then what they've done is right. You can't, you can't, uh, um, like reveal or, or make announcements if this is how you're going to be rolling out mutants. You know, you can't make an announcement about an X Men movie in the future if you know, and with that's going to include Evan Peters if Evan Peters is shown in Wandavision. I mean. You can, but I think it's way more effective to do it how they're doing it, right? Yeah. Look at what look at what Lucasfilm did. You know, yeah, they exactly. didn't they didn't announce an Ahsoka Tano show exactly. until after we had seen. They didn't announce a Boba Fett show. Yeah, they didn't announce a Boba Fett show until after we saw. Him. You know, they could have. You know, I mean, that would have gotten people equally excited, but it would would have hurt the moment that they had in those particular shows. So, um, so yeah, you know, I think that that I think. I don't want to say that's what's happening, but, you know, because then you could make the, the case about the Fantastic Four unless the Fantastic Four wasn't going to be, like, you know, showing up in all these different properties. You know what right. I mean? Um, if, if Reed Richards isn't the quote-unquote aerospace engineer, you know, right. from WandaVision, hmm. which I don't think he is, but if he, if he isn't, then that would explain why they were, they were much, they felt better about announcing a Fantastic Four movie when they did. Hmm. So we'll we'll see what if if there is a mutant connection in Falcon and Winter Soldier show comes out exclusively on Disney Plus. March nineteenth is the date of the first episode, so 
mark it down in your calendars, man. It's not that far away. A little more than a month away. We have more Marvel content uh, coming down the pipe. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, let's move on to our next story, though. And let's talk about um, some comments made by Tom Holland this week. So Holland, uh, I guess it's his turn to, to kind of go through the spin cycle with promo for... I'm not sure if it's promo for this movie in particular or, or if it's for another. That's for Cherry. It's for Cherry, right. So yeah. he's doing he's doing promo for Cherry this week, and of course, all the questions he's getting are, you know, not all the questions, but a lot of the questions we're getting, at least a lot of the headlines, are, the headlines that he's getting out of these interviews about Cherry is about Spider-Man three, and uh, he, he had earlier in the week said that this is going to be the most ambitious super so standalone superhero film ever, um, which obviously you know got people excited, and it certainly appears that way with what they're trying to do. But he's been asked more directly about whether or not we will be seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in this film. And for a couple of these interviews, he kind of played it more coy. But Esquire, I think, was the first one where he was much more strong in his denial. He said, uh, no, they will not be appearing in this film unless they have hidden the most massive piece of information from me, which I think is too big of a secret for them to keep from me. As of yet, no. I'll, it'll be continue. It's a continuation of the Spider-Man movies that we've been making. Um, this is this is nonsense. This is I'm just gonna say that right there. Uh, I I I believe this zero percent that Tom Holland is telling the truth with this. How do you go from saying that this is the most ambitious Spider-Man, ambitious standalone movie that's ever been done, and then two days later say it's a continuation of the Spider-Man movies we've been making? That don't that don't even make sense. That don't make sense. Yep. We know it's not. We know it's not because we know Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx is in this movie. Um, and to right. be fair, that's not something Marvel ha- or Sony has announced. But that's widespread reporting, and Jamie Foxx said it himself. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, this is nonsense. I mean, nobody should take anything. And it's, I'm not mad at Tom Holland at all. Let me. Let me. I don't want to really confuse. Like I'm trying to, you know, you know, cause static for him. But this is just nonsense. He, you know, he's trying to throw people off their scent. Perhaps Marvel or Sony or, or whatever, they maybe they've decided, okay, rumors have gotten a little too far. Let's now really uh, bite down a little bit and let's try to back them away a little bit so that when we do drop something, you know, it, there'll be some uh, mystery behind it. Um, I think that there may be a situation where maybe they kind of let this get out of the bag a little too much in terms of letting the rumors just fly the way they have and kind of how they present, how they've kind of the disposition to these rumors and to these uh to, the, to this dialogue about what characters from the previous Spider-Man movies will be showing up. I think they're probably trying to reverse field a little bit to save face, but it's too late. But yeah, this is nonsense. I don't know, Sham. Do you see it? Oh, I see it. Zero percent chance that this is accurate. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I see it as pretty much in pretty much the same light. I remember when Kendall told me about this. Uh, you know, he knows my reaction. Was. Yeah, Shamari almost looked at me like I was joking. He's like, what? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> uh, straight up, you know, because and I'm not one, you know, you guys know me. I'm not one to call people out as liars. Oh, he's lying. You know, he's being dishonest. You know, I'm not one. To, I'm not one to do that. However, you know, there's way. I feel like there's way too much smoke. You know, <laughs> for all these people to be just totally wrong, Jamie Fox. <laughs> Didn't someone say Willem Dafoe was on set? Yeah, yeah, last yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Last week they said William Dafoe, William Dafoe, who played Green Green Goblin in the first Spider-Man movie, was seen on set. I mean, there's all this stuff about all these different people from these different Spider-Man movies that is related to this movie specifically. 
you know, so no, I think he's trying to calm down the rumors, which I think this will, I don't know, this will probably work, I mean, to some extent. Uh, but no, I mean, I think he's lying. I, I don't, uh, I mean, I won't necessarily say there's a 0% chance, but there's a, there's a very, 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 very tiny chance, in my opinion, that he's actually telling the truth. If he is telling the truth, then they're hiding it from him, uh, you know, which I think is possible, <laughs> I suppose, but... So this that's, is so. So you're saying there's a zero. You're saying there's a zero percent chance that what he thinks is happening, or what he says he thinks is happening, is actually happening. But there is a chance that he actually believes it. Is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I, I don't I don't think he's you know he's not correct. He also said in the interview he was like, I, I have I have absolutely no idea what this movie's about, and I'm eight weeks into filming. Again, I don't know if I believe that, but if that's true, then how do you know that they're not in the movie if you have no idea what this movie's even about? Yeah, I, th- I think they told him to freestyle. I, th- I think that Marvel and Tony told him, look, we got to keep this under wraps. Save. Yeah, it's hard, hard. They just give him a hard no. Yeah, yeah. Hype up the movie as much as you can, but don't give away anything. And they're giving them license, I think, to kind of freestyle. He's saying things that are contradictory. They don't make any sense. Um, this is what happens when you're you know, trying to conceal a big secret, which is what they're trying to do. Um, it's not They haven't really concealed it all that well, if you ask me, but... But that's to me clearly what See, the problem is that on. I feel like Marvel, the issue that they ran into, it seems, is that they don't really have much of a decoy of a plot. You know what I mean? No. Because if there's a if there's a Spider-Man three movie and these guys aren't in it, then again, no one has any idea what this movie's about. Because there's no there's been the only castings that we've heard about, all the only new castings have been people from other Spider-Man movies. Like Jamie Foxx and Alfred Molina. There haven't been any, there's no decoy where it's like, oh, you know, this guy's playing, you know, Scorpion. He's back, you know, and then you find out, oh, he's like barely in the movie. Like, they haven't done any of that. It's only, it's only these major, these major characters that we're talking about. So, what is this movie? I guess the only decoy, quote unquote, would be Benedict Cumberbatch in the movie. You know, like, guess that would be the one thing where it's like, yeah, they they were pretty upfront. They didn't say that, but they were pretty upfront that there's a connection to Doctor Strange in this movie, and we know Benedict Cumberbatch is in the movie, but they they should have played that out way more. Like, oh, yeah, this is a buddy cop movie between with Doctor Strange and and Captain and, 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 and to be fair to them, to be fair to them though, when the report came out that Doctor Strange, that Doctor Strange was gonna be in this movie, I mean, that was kind of the reporting. And yeah, all people got, remember, people got really mad. Fury and Stark. Right, and people got really mad about that. Yeah, so maybe they tried, but like I feel like, and I, I know they didn't mention anything about Spider-Man at uh, Disney Investor Day for obvious reasons, but I don't know. I almost feel like Feige has to come out and like give his own spin. I, I know they don't. I don't think they like lying to the people, but you know, at this point now, this is where you're at, where the the, the rumor has gone out of control. Nobody believes them at this point. No one believes them. We all know that there is some multiverse connection. And or I feel like or I feel like people that do believe him, like they'll be like, oh, okay, that's what he said, but they'll still be in the theater, kind of waiting, like, right? Uh, 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 they'll yeah. be waiting, like, uh, is 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 he gonna show up here? Is he gonna show up here? Like, and, you know, yeah, and the problem and the problem with and the Kenneth Shamari, the problem with like not going through with it is now you disappoint your fans if we don't see anything. Yeah, yeah, you've you know? yeah you you've ratcheted up the hype to a degree yeah. that you can't at this point yeah you allowed the rumors to get out of control so and they didn't like, say anything you know 
Well, yeah, but by not doing something, you're still feeding life into them. Yeah, exactly. Cause, you know, because we know you're not going to announce something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they could have shot it down, and they chose not to. And if now we don't get that, if we don't get to that point, like for example, with Lucasfilm and the Mandalorian, I know I go to the Lucasfilm comparisons, but the Mandalorian obviously kind of a an interesting, more recent comparison. Like, obviously, you know, when Luke Skywalker shows up. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, it's like that was not something that, like that was something that me and Jamari talked about on, on the Imperial broadcast, and other people that talked about when they had introduced the idea that a Jedi could show up. Who could it be? And Luke was on the list of people yeah. that was obviously an alive Jedi at alive, the time. It was yeah. a small list of people that yeah, were not alive. Not a large list. Yeah. So, so we der- we derived that he was a possibility. Lucasfilm didn't come out and say, don't worry, guys, it's not Luke. Calm down. It's not Luke. They, I mean, they could have, but obviously that would have been them lying. But they knew, like, just be patient. So, I, you know, and I don't know. I think this is an interesting case. He's lying. Um, he's, I mean, he's doing a fine job, I guess. He's trying. I don't know how many people are believing him, but um, there's no – I just don't think there's any feasible way that Alfred Molina – and Jamie Foxx are in this movie, which has been pretty much confirmed, and they're not playing, and they're not they're not going to bring in Garfield or McGuire. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, right. The other theory I have, real quick for you, EJ, is mm-hmm. what do you you know? I given the fact that we saw what we saw in WandaVision this week with Evan Peters, like EJ mentioned, uh, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> what if what if we get a situation where, like, in Spider-Man, these characters that are showing up from the other universes aren't exactly like how they were in the movies? And then we talked about that a little bit with Jamie Foxx at the time. Um, well, I like, don't think they... If, yeah, I mean, I don't think they will. You know, I, I think that... Like, is there a chance Willem Dafoe is showing up and he's, like, he's in more of a Halloween costume kind of Green Goblin than he is the, the green, you know, Power Rangers villain outfit that he had in, in the first one? Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that there's certainly a chance that that happens. Uh, I think that it's likely that that happens. I mean, Jamie Fox, you know, in that that post that he put that he had to delete, you know, he said you know hashtag not hashtag not blue this time or whatever, you know, like like so so we know that this is not going to be exactly what it was before. Now, in what capacity? I don't know, but that leaves everything up to interpretation. Um, that leaves everything up to to creativity and what they want to do, you know. If anybody has shown the the uh, the blueprint for how to do you know multiverse doppelgangers, it's the CW Arrowverse. So, is there a possibility that that we that we see something similar to that going on here? Certainly, um, yeah, I, I think that that's certainly a possibility. But I, but what I'm saying though is, I still think we will see Doc Ock and we will see Electro. But how we get there may be a little interesting. Yeah, could be like Spider Verse. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways it can go. Um, but yeah, I, I take zero percent of this at face value from Tom Holland. Um we said rumors have gotten out of hand, so they're trying to now bite down and cost them a little bit, but it's too late. You know, and there's some people who are gonna say, Oh, see you guys were all wrong. I mean, yeah, because they probably there's definitely a certain group of people who like, you know, don't think never thought this was ever gonna happen. So they've been, you know, I don't know. They're not 
a, you know, a loud minority, but they're certainly out there. Um, so they, they, maybe those people will take this to be their like proof that this is not going to happen, but it's going to happen. You don't let this raging fire. It go also on. could be a semantic situation where maybe they're not even signed on yet, but they know they're going to be in the movie, and so he's saying they're not in the movie. I haven't shot anything. That's true too. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true too. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, we got some major news regarding um, a, a future Spider-Man spinoff film, and who may be leading that film. So this is according to the Illuminati. They say that uh, the Craven the Hunter project, which is uh, in development, set to be directed by J.C. Shandor, has reportedly offered the lead role of Craven to none other than Keanu Reeves uh, himself. So Keanu Reeves reportedly offered to play Craven. The project was described uh, as a, like a matchup between Man on Fire and Logan. Kendall, if... Keanu Reeves is their man. What do you make of that casting? Um, not my first casting for Craven the Hunter. Um, I think Joel Kinnaman really would have been good. Uh, still could be good. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with this. Um, but honestly, Craven the Hunter is a movie that it doesn't matter who's playing Craven the Hunter. I have to see a trailer before I'm invested at all. You know, it's very much in the Morbius camp. Obviously, you guys remember when Morbius was announced, I was, I may have been the most out of, uh, you know, disinterested. I was like, Morbius? Why are we even talking about this thing? <laughs> Is this ever coming out? It, you know, and Leto was put on board, I still was, I still could care less. Um, but then the trailer came out. The trailer came out, and we got the Vulture thing, and it actually looked like a pretty decent movie. I don't know if it's decent, but it looked like an interesting movie. Um, so now I'm all in. Like, I want to see this Morbius movie. I was upset that they pushed it back. Craven the Hunter is going to be the same way. I could care less about a Craven the Hunter movie. Like, if you show me a trailer, and that trailer is really good. So, um, and that includes if Keanu Reeves is in it. I mean, that's a, that's a big get. You know, they certainly get him. It's a big get. Um, and it's not a bad casting. Um, but I still, uh, the jury's still out on that. But I know Shamar is the, the Keanu Reeves uh, expert of the group, so. Oh, what the way? What? This is what? You've seen, like, all ten John Wick movies. <laughs> I've only seen, what, two right, of them? There's, there's, there's only three of them. <laughs> there's only three of them, and I have not seen all three, unfortunately. <laughs> I've only seen two. But, um, uh, but yeah, and the last thing I saw is Keanu Reeves in was Cyberpunk. And, and, nah, and, we all uh, know how that turned out. We all know how that turned out. Nah, he does a good job in the, in, in the game, but. Uh, the game, unfortunately, isn't as good. But, I mean, uh, for Keanu Reeves, for Craven, I agree it's not. He probably wouldn't have been my first choice. I don't know if he w- if he is Marvel's first choice uh, for Craven. Um, if this is true. Sure. I'm saying Marvel, not Tony. Or Sony. Sony, <laughs> Marvel, you know, whatever these. They all work together. I feel like it's a, <laughs> whatever, the company. The company's first choice. <laughs> um, and... Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, you try to picture it, but it, it's it's kind of hard. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Craven, <laughs> wow. I, I see as someone that's more... I mean, I've always seen him as more muscular. And of course, when when all these characters are drawn, they all look <laughs> massive. I mean, I would never imagine Tom Holland would be playing any kind of superhero. <laughs> so, right. I mean, you know, uh, you know, even Tyler Hoechlin as Superman... 
it's still kind of I'm still even kind of getting used to it. You know, yeah. There's him and Cavill, like, and there's nothing. him and Cavill are, are not really in the same weight class, so to speak. <laughs> so it's it's you you know you take your liberties with it, I guess, with how big you want these guys to be. <laughs> so I I definitely would have pictured more of a Kinnaman kind of physique, right? To Craven, Momoa, Cra- uh, Kinnaman, Momoa. You know, uh, uh, you people know. talk about Cavill. You know, Cavill, um, more of that kind of build. But um, do I think he has the range to play a Craven? Absolutely. Um, so I don't know. I feel like it is, uh, you know, it's an interesting take. Um, and I mean, I'd be interested to see, you know, what what uh, you know, if he did any kind of reads or anything like that. I'd be I'd be curious to see what how he did. But um, Keanu Reeves yeah. didn't do it any yeah, reason. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would say I'll, uh, I'll uh, answer that question for you tomorrow. He's, 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 he's no, no, no inside sources needed. He didn't do any reads. If he did it, if he did do any kind of reads, if he feel like, oh, let me see, let me test this story out, let me test this craving character out. Right, right. I'd be interested to see. But he's not. But my point is, he's not the guy I visualize. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is what he does. Like, right, right, right. I don't see. I don't now, is there see anything Keanu about Reeves, craving the hunter? Is there anything about craving the hunter that has to be inherently like Jack? We, he's a very physical character. So yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, you know, like, does he have to? I mean, you know, Craven, like, the, the dynamic between Craven and Spider Man, and, you know, it normally is that, like, you know, Craven is, is, is usually, like, you know, physically imposing compared to Peter, you know, and, and Peter, you know, it's a lot of things he has to deal with with Craven, but Craven's strength is one of them, you know, so, and he does kind of usually kind of tower over Peter. So, is that something that's kind of missing? With 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 uh, Reeves potentially, I mean Reeves is pretty tall. He's he's about six one, um, and Holland is not very tall. So so I think that if you're talking about a future showdown, again, all of this is like preliminary because all again we're talking about a Craven movie, not a Spider Man movie that Craven's in, at least not yet. So that's that far down the line. But if you're, you are talking in that lane, then okay, that you know he could pro- he, he he might be able to get away with it more than we think. I would agree that I, I do feel like, you know, when I think of a Craven, the Hunter character, I think of someone who's, you know, again, you know, for lack of a better term, someone that's brolic, you know, like I, I'm looking for, <laughs> a, you know, a cock diesel dude um, with guns and, 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 and a guy who um, is, is a tough SOB and someone tough to handle. So, you know, he doesn't have to be like, he's not like the Incredible Hulk, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, not, he's not the incredible hope but he, he i mean he has he, he's really strong you know so um so that's a little interesting I, I i do feel like keanu's look and keanu's acting ability i certainly can see him playing craven like i think he can definitely as shamari said has the range to play that role for sure i think he'd be pretty damn good because keanu reads pretty damn good in almost anything he does but um, yeah, considering his age, considering his physique, the, you know, I don't see necessarily a match there. But with Hollywood money, you know, anything can be done, really. So I'm in a wait and see. This is not a bad casting. It, it doesn't make me angry or anything like that. But I, I, I think it's a, it's a unanimous decision here. I, I, it's not my first choice. I think we, we've all run down the, the kind of roles we wanted Keanu to do in the MCU. Um, you know, or any Marvel kind of movie for years, and um, I did, you know, Craven was never really the one that ever that one that ever came up. 
And, you know, we don't know if he's taking the role yet. I mean, the role, the rumor is that he was offered. So he's got to actually accept the role before we can, you know, really, truly um, start to try to anticipate what kind of uh, role he would have. But I, I, but I would still say that, you know, um, I would give him at least a chance because he's such a good actor. But, yeah, not, not, not necessarily my first um, person I would choose for this kind of role. Um, one of the other big stories we got this week, you guys mentioned a little a couple minutes ago. Uh, we're getting more information and more details about Zack Snyder's Justice League. And what we got this week was the first look at the Joker in that movie. Um, so, uh, so, so, so we got pictures of Jared Leto in the makeup. Uh, he looks like he, he's in some kind of like straight jacket, perhaps, or some kind of weird rags. Um, but I first look at, at, at the Joker, and it's notable that he looks different than the Joker we saw in Suicide Squad. You know, we don't see the uh, the tattoos or anything like that. So, uh, Sham, what did you make of these first appearances of the Clown Prince of Gotham? It's very interesting. Um, uh, I don't I really know how to feel about it. Uh, they're definitely going for a horrifying kind of almost like a horror. I got, definitely got more of a horror vibe. It has a kind of shading of the nightmare Batman. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the nightmare Batman is going to be interacting with this Joker. It may be a vision. I don't know if he's even really going to be there, but. Um, he's the key. <laughs> well, hopefully not that kind of <laughs> But, um, you know, it may be a vision or a dream of some kind, but. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting. I, w- I would have to see the vibe they're going for because at this point the jokers we've seen have been so varied in terms of in terms of like just what kind of joker we're getting so I have to see what kind of joker they're trying to portray um, so so yeah I don't know how to feel about it it's very strange but joker is a very strange character and uh, you know it's this really, especially with the shading, the black and white shading, it's, it's pretty horrifying <laughs> to, to look at. So, so yeah, that seems to be the vibe they're going for. Gives me kind of almost like a Jigsaw kind of feel, like like Jigsaw from the Saw movies. So it's kind of like, it's weird. You know, it's weird, unsettling, which isn't necessarily bad. So I don't know how to feel about it. Uh, I like Leto as an actor. I think he does a very good job in most of the things I've seen him in. So I'm on board. I'm I'm willing to see what Snyder has to has to uh, uh, to show us. I watched Leto did an interview recently where he praised Zack Snyder and said he's always very interesting in his projects and whatnot. So uh, so he was excited to do it. So I'm on board. I, I I'm very much in a wait and see uh, kind of feel uh, with regards to these images. Um, it's interesting. Uh, you know, one I'll say, you know, look, Snyder and Warner Brothers, Warner Media, they're doing a, uh, they're working overtime to promote this movie, because <laughs> I didn't know, I don't, I didn't need to know this that this was in the movie. Um, I was gonna watch it anyway. We've been talking about it for months, and I, yeah, uh, I was already locked in. So showing me the Joker, you know, it's cool. I mean, I guess it doesn't really get me more excited for the movie because I don't know how long he's gonna be in it. So. I would have rather them not shown me that, that that he was in it, or if they told me he was in it, and not show me how how it was going to happen. But I guess they feel like they have to sell it to some other people, which is probably fair, because the first one wasn't great. 
Um, so they are working overtime to sell this movie. Um, there was also a, uh, you know, a, a social media post that they put out where it was like a picture of something, some sort of, I don't know, some sort of dark side, you know, parademon or something like that. And there was a quote from Martian Manhunter. They talked about Martian Manhunter is going to be in the movie. You know, again, something else where I'm like, I didn't really need promotion of Martian Manhunter. They haven't shown us Martian Manhunter yet, but I'm going to feel like they will at some point. So <laughs> why not? So they are, they're definitely trying to push the promotion of this movie, and they're not really keeping any of the secrets. Um, but in terms of how, how Jared Leto looks, uh, I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not sure why they changed the design. I, I don't know. I was somebody that I didn't hate the look that he had in Suicide Squad. Um, I'm not sure why they've changed it up. Yeah, I'm guessing this is after Suicide Squad, so... I mean, he doesn't have his damaged tattoo anymore. Hair is not green. He kind of just like Jared Leto with face paint on. So, I, I mean, not uh, not too, super thrilled about the look, but I'm glad he's in the movie. Um, you know, we still, we've never really got a chance to see Leto's Joker interact with Affleck's Batman. So that's going to be a, uh, that's going to be a scene to watch. We know what happened to Robin. We think we know what happened to Robin, so yeah, exactly. So yeah, we'll get more uh, clarity on that. So I I have mixed feelings about this uh, this release. Didn't really like the the spoiler aspect of it. Didn't really like the look, but I like the concept. It just seems like this movie's gonna be all over the place, man. All over the place. So Mm -hmm. it's four hours. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, this is I mean, they they pretty much lay out you know the whole. Um, reasoning behind this interaction. I, you know, for spoiler purposes, I, I don't want to necessarily just give that away. You know, if you want to go read the Vanity Fair article, um, you can. It's certainly out there. But, um, yeah, one, just on, like, the look, uh, I'm intrigued by the look. I think he looks really good. Um, I, you know, it's certainly unique. We're not seeing Joker without green hair. It certainly appears to be a Joker without green hair. Uh, this looks like a Joker that's been through a lot. It's been through the ringer, and to, you know, when it comes to this nightmare Joker that, you know, they're saying that they're going to be presenting, uh, you know, I'm kind of, I, I am interested to see, um, I guess, it, uh, you know, what does a Joker who doesn't have, you know, a world of chaos to run in and have fun in, like, what, how does he take that? And this to me maybe is a little bit of a, a key into how that would look. Um, it's nothing like the Snyder, or not Snyder, but the Ayer Joker that we were introduced to, but... You know, I'm not really worried about that. Um, I'm just wanting to see what Zack Snyder wanted to do. He did also say that this was, you know, really the only, he says, I don't know if we should take him at his complete word, but he said this is really the only thing that is, like, new that he's bringing to the table that certainly had no plans to be in the first Justice League, you know, was uh, this kind of scene, this kind of moment with Jared Leto's Joker. So, uh, you know, this is the aspect of the, you know, kid seeing the other guy get an F on his homework and, you know, rechanging his project to make it look better. You know, let's see if it's better. Let's let's see if this this this, this is one of the things he's certainly adding that changes his project and makes it uh, better. Let's see if, if that is indeed what happens. So I'm willing to at least give it that shot. Uh, I do agree, though. I, I am not really for how spoilery the rollout for this project is. Um in some ways, it's very difficult because it's just like you're you're re-releasing it on the movie we already saw. And I know there's a lot more footage in this one, and there's going to be some differences, but more or less, a lot of it 
it's gonna be the same movie. <laughs> at least, at least a large portion of it, not not the whole thing. But um, so, what do you like? What do you show that's gonna be different or new? That's gonna bring people in. You know, you gotta show the 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 new goodies. So it's a tough spot to be in. I I, I don't know. I, I don't have like advice of how they should 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 play it. Like I don't like I don't know. I think that it, in some ways you could argue they don't have a choice but to do it this way. But I know just from my standpoint. It is a little annoying because, um, you know, there's stuff that I want to see kind of just play out as I'm watching any regular movie. I believe mean, this is definitely not a regular movie that uh, we won't really see play out because they're giving away so much. Yeah, I haven't looked into the into the uh, details. I'm glad I didn't because I don't really want to know too much. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I don't I don't. Um, I don't know. I, like you said, EJ, I know it's a movie we've technically seen already, quote unquote. Um, but based on what Snyder has been saying, it feels like it's not a movie we've seen already. So I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about it. So I'm trying to stay. I'm trying to kind of stay away from everything, uh, including you know anything Martian Manhunter or anything else. I didn't even know <laughs> about that. So I'm just trying to try to stay away from all that stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna try to you know just you know. They release images. I'll see the images because they're out there now. So I'll just see the images. But, you know, any descriptions, I got to just try to stay away. And I understand that, uh, that, you know, fair is fair. Like, you know, we seek this information. So, therefore, it's going to come across us. But, you know, it's it's not necessarily going to reach a lot of people. So some people, again, will be surprised when they see this kind of thing. But it's still, uh, again, it's still frustrating. I'd like to at least have that opportunity to um to see some of these things play out normally and not have to right see so much played out in the trades yeah exactly yeah they know what they're doing you know marvel marvel knows that a lot of people look up their stuff and they know some people don't but that doesn't stop them from saying we're not going to show you you know <laughs> the biggest spoilers some of the bigger moments of the the property uh in you know in entertainment weekly they know just we're not going to show them anything because yeah. why <laughs> why spoil it for the for the hardcores you know so yeah no i understand that um last story today guys uh and this was i thought really an interesting story and um you know on any other day it could be much higher in the story in the show but as part of a deadline article kind of breaking down you know kind of the future of hbo max and and what they're going to be working on one of the things that was put towards the end of the article which i think ended up actually grabbing maybe the most headlines was this idea that the the cw and hbo max will be working are working on a deal to possibly um co-finance projects that would debut on hbo max before going on the cw the next day and kendall when i saw this story to me this felt like, and I could be wrong, and I know there will be maybe be DC fans who, who won't like this, but this to me felt like a complete reaction to what we're seeing from Disney Plus and what we're seeing from uh, WandaVision. Because I think that there's a true realization that, that the Berlantiverse is not going to cut it anymore if this is what Marvel is really going to be doing on television. Um you know, we talked about the production value of WandaVision. 
talked about the production value. It certainly shows a great deal in um, in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And we know that the CW, what they, the resources they have, they don't have the capacity to to uh, to to put on those kind of uh, shows. So I think that that's that's a, a great deal of what's happening here, and I think that you know it's smart for you know CW and HBO Max to try to come together and work on projects. I think that we all saw with great surprise how good the Superman and Lois show looked. I think that may be kind of like a, a, a beginning of, of more shows that will look more like that because uh, Disney Plus is stepping up the game, you know, with Mandalorian, with WandaVision, with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier that will be coming out. I'm not surprised that this is something that's going to be done, but I just thought that, wow, to see this being worked on to me is a, is a great show uh, just to how much, uh, to me, WandaVision has already changed the game. That's how I approached it. I don't know how you guys did the first thing that came to mind with me was that this was a logical next step given the relationship that they had on DC Universe. Star World. Yeah. You know, Star World, Swamp Thing. Uh, but particularly Swamp Thing, how, I mean, I swear, particularly Star World, you know, that's pretty much what they did. Um, where it would debut in DC Universe, and then they ended up showing it on CW uh, that week. Um,. And obviously, Star Wars is really good. To me, I, I, you know, I wonder what are the what are the properties that they're going to be doing with, that with. You know, are they going to be doing it with the with the new Gotham, Gotham Central show that you know we're supposed to be getting with Jeffrey Wright? Or are they going to be doing that with, um, you know, whatever other you know they've talked about Wonder Woman spinoff shows and Aquaman spinoff shows? Are we are we are we getting those on CW as well? Um. So that's 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 my biggest question. If we're if they're just saying, oh, we're gonna put like Superman and Lois on 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 HBO Max, and then have to show up on CW, then I, I mean, I mean it's whatever. But if 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 this is a situation where we're getting those other shows on the CW, I mean it's a great move for the CW. Um, but I don't know. I, I I'm I'm curious. I, it seems like this is going this is a ploy to get more generate more subscriber generate more of a subscriber based on on hbo max but um but i don't know it's hard to tell yeah i mean you i mean you would think so because i would think that they're trying to get their some of their cw viewers to yeah, get hbo max yeah i want to i want to watch it early yeah exactly and it'll work it'll work for me i was just looking up i just watched black lightning earlier today and i was just looking up where to find it not to i had to look it up on the app because we didn't because i wasn't able to watch it on TV, so I had the that dreadful, app. dreadful CW app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, CW. You, you, your app is trash. Yeah, but um, they gotta fix their app because it's, it's 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 a terrible it's a terrible service. And not. I don't usually hammer any outlets like this, but please get back on Hulu or something. Like what you what you're doing isn't helpful. I'm yeah. just putting that out there. Or just go do what they're doing now. Put it on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, do this. Yeah. HBO Max. So uh, hopefully that's what they're what they're doing. You know, it's a little weird because both of these companies are are owned uh, by the same people. So it, it's it's strange to me that it kind of reminded me of this this meme of the old guy playing chess with himself. Right. I you thought know, the same thing. It's kind of weird. 
CW's doing a deal CW's with HBO doing Max. A deal with HBO Max. I'm like, wait, what? So, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, you know, can't they just, aren't they in the same house? Yeah. Can't they just yeah, go? That, that, that was weird to me. I didn't know how that worked. I mean, look, I know these companies are massive. Yeah, I know they, completely I know they, different departments. I know they each have their own kind of agendas, I guess. Right. I guess. So, but I mean, a deal indicates there's some kind of legal, you know. <laughs> like there's a issue, contract, yeah. You know, like there's some kind of merging or some kind of like significant legal, like, like the, like, I don't know, like the, like the like SEC or something that would have, the FTC or something has to, has to yeah, like, yeah. You, some you, kind of arbitration yeah, or something. Yeah. You would think that all it would take is for Warner Media to be like HBO Max pay for CW's content. Yeah, <laughs> like you think that's all it would take. You don't think it would take all of this, like a deal. I'm like, right. they, they can do that. That they're still so, negotiating. It's not even complete. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I guess they're saying. I guess I. I guess the only way I interpret it is that like the CEOs are like getting together. That's, trying to figure that's out how I would interpret it. To yeah. make this deal, make this arrangement work. So they're just, both yeah. Sides. So they're just trying to find, yeah, exactly. So they're just trying to find ways to, to make sure that both sides benefit, basically. Right. But I don't know. I think seeing that as a deal is a little weird. So that kind of threw that <laughs> phrasing kind of threw me off. I'm like, it's not a deal. They're just, they're just <laughs> gonna work with each other. Today. Right. They both work for the same company. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. I mean, either way, I think I agree with you. You know, I think this is primarily to benefit HBO Max. The CW, from what I understand, isn't doing poorly, in a, you know, in any really in any meaningful way. No. So I think this is really to benefit HBO Max, and they're trying to build up the subscriber base for HBO Max. We know that for a fact. So I think that's clearly what this is. This is meant to do. Smart. One of the things that was uh, also announced in that same article was uh, uh, the head over at um, at uh, CW of HBO Max, CEO of HBO Max, Mark Pedowitz confirmed that uh, Green Island and the Canaries is not going forward. So, wow. Uh, sad day for you, Sham. Yeah, man, that's that's very unfortunate. I mean, it's, I think it's a sad day for HBO Max, CW. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been a success. Shout out to the CW for picking up the order on the Powerpuff Girls show, though. Yo, yeah, man, you want to talk about something that got me annoyed? Uh, that was something. It got me annoyed. <laughs> Just nobody's asking for this content, and yet this is what they're, uh, this is what they're giving us. For what? For who? For what? Can't wait to see Mojo Jojo in live action. Live action Mojo Jojo. That's gonna be giving me nightmares. And this, <laughs> and you, like, like even like the type, the, like the concept is like these are these are like uh, early twenty year olds who've been jaded by the world and. I'm yeah, like, what? Nobody skip. wants. Nobody wants this. Like, why do? And I guess you know, I guess every generation goes through it. My parents' generation went through it. Grandparent generation went through it. When it comes to remakes, like, why do people want to ruin things that were already great? It's like it's I don't like, understand. Just yeah. do it as it was, or leave it alone. Is that what they're doing with the live action Winx Club, where it's like rated R now? It's like TVMA <laughs> right, right, on right, Netflix. Right. <laughs> some things just sometimes like people coming in and ruining great content is just something I would have hoped to leave behind in 2020. I've already behind, but clearly that's not what's happening. I've already proposed to Shamar. I think a live action Scooby Doo on the CW would would, be, would work well, but I was shot down. So uh, they couldn't get a they couldn't get a good they couldn't get a good Scooby Doo on a big screen. You ain't getting a CW budget good Scooby Doo. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just not happening. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I I, I think that it's 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 
the right step in the right direction. Because, like I said, I feel like the Arrowverse shows serve their purpose, but we're it's a new day. It's the dawn of a new day with what we're seeing with WandaVision and Disney Plus. And Disney Plus had the warning shot with The Mandalorian, and now it's really getting serious with what you're seeing with uh with with this show WandaVision, and then what we're gonna see with Falcon Winter Soldier. What they're doing isn't getting it done. I know, obviously, they have a plan for the Batman series. We got Peacemaker. They have some stuff uh, that's coming through. But, you know, by the time we get those things, you know, it might be too late. They got to get something on the ground now, something moving now. So uh, so I think that this is this is definitely the right step. And I think that, you know, to put that kind of high-end content on, still put it on cable, even after putting it on the streaming service, is an added bonus and a little bit of a tweak from what we're seeing from um from uh what's the name from from disney which is just obviously only putting it on the app i think that they should put you know i mean i don't know like the problem with like the batman and and peacemaker is that you know they're i assume those are mature shows so i don't think you could put that on cw and in fact you know well who was it uh um uh what well, i can't remember his name the director uh james gone uh, yeah you know, he said that you know if we if I put my peacemaker show on TW you know it would be for forty seconds <laughs> you know <laughs> so like so that's that becomes a problem but I think that perhaps they should have you know something that's a little less mature that is to that same level you know to that same production value and they should put it on CW and that kind of you know to kind of coincide with what they're doing with Superman and Lois I think that that's something that they should consider but that's gonna do it for this edition of New Generation Hero Talks I want to thank you guys for checking this out. Of course, if you like this podcast, make sure you check all of our shows out on the New Generation Podcast Network. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Make sure you check out our YouTube channel, New Generation Media, where every week we do WandaVision recaps. We're five episodes in um, to WandaVision, four episodes of our recap, obviously, the first uh, the first week we did two episodes back-to-back. Um, so make sure you check that out. If you want to check out our, our reaction to WandaVision, I know we talk a little bit about it on the show, but really... Focusing a lot of our WandaVision conversation to those YouTube exclusive video drops that we're doing. So if you want to catch those uh, conversations, and they're very, very detailed and they're very expansive. So I, I suggest you, you definitely check it out. You find that on our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. Also, make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcasts, and Facebook, New Generation Media. And follow us individually on social media. You can find me at Twitter at EJ underscore Stewart uh, on Twitter. Um, Action EJ on Instagram. Shamari's on Instagram at Snapchat MCSham22. Kendall can be found on Twitter at NewGenKen. Thank you guys so much for checking this out. Once again, for Kendall, for Shamari, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.